Shane Kilkelly, and you're listening to General Intellect Unit. This week, we're picking up part two of our discussion of Eliza. If you didn't catch the first part, I'd recommend pausing this episode, going back one, and starting from there. As always, thanks for your support, and we hope you enjoy the show. Um, our next guy, then, is a... I think probably maybe the one of the weaker characters here is this uh, this guy, Harriman. Um, oh, he's Harriman. A, he's, he's like a... Oh, I fucking hate him. He's just his voice and that, that fucking face. Oh, my God. Um... He's a he's a PhD in English literature from Washington U, and he's just like so prim, so proper, and this whole this whole thing revolves around oh he's he's having um oh he's he's in love with this this oh oh she's so nice Sylvia oh and oh no if only I could talk to her this kind of shit and um he's but he he also kind of has this whole thing of like he's 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 afraid that his his life and particularly these sorts of incidents are kind of like cliches. Like he's just going to be another mm-hmm. another English professor mm-hmm. who who has a has a sort of failed relationship and oh I'll get two shitty novels out of it and then you know get tenure or whatever. I fucking despise this guy. <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Definitely have also met this guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, traveling in English circles. Uh, oh boy. There's. there's yeah. Whew. Yeah. No. He just he just reeks of privilege. He's. Uh, you know, he's, he's, um, incredibly self-centered and, uh, he, um, is very much the sort of humanities major, but especially a literature English major who views his own life through the lens of aesthetic critique, right? Uh, he he thinks of himself as being in a novel. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh lord! Um, and um, just like and like very like on top of what the taste standards are in his in his discipline, right? Where it's like we're part of being in humanities, but especially being in English is like. And this this kind of like ties into the art world for for sure. It's just a just sort of different inflection of it. Is like, you know, knowing what is gauche and what is not, right? Um, and he understands that the situation he's placed himself in is gauche because it's cliched and it's like, oh, and it's such an outdated uh, form of existence for uh, uh, a lit major because, you know, I'm supposed to be woke, right? Like, you know, it, it, it's just like, oh, this In, guy. Insufferable. Oh, pain. Just, um, insufferable, yeah. So I, I guess we've covered all of his character arc there, really. Like, it's it's this kind of self-centered kind of wallowing over, mostly not, not kind of concerned with the people he's affecting, but concerned entirely with how this looks. Like, how, how would the reader, what would the reader think of me if I were a character, basically? Um, dread, dreadful guy. Um, and, and he... Um, uh, the, the sort of important thing about this session is that what Eliza does for this person is basically just enable him, mm-hmm. right? Like it, right. it plays into his narcissism, um, and like there's no like there is intervention, but it's not meaningful intervention. Okay, th- that's very interesting, right? The narcissism bit because Eliza, as a program, is framed explicitly as a mirror. 
for the yeah. patient. And yes, in fact, a narcissist who's given the opportunity to stare at a fucking mirror will, will do so. Eh? Why wouldn't they? Yeah. Um, incredible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we cracked it. Wow. <laughs> Kotaku or, or whoever didn't fucking spot that one, right? Uh, this, is, this, is, yeah. this is legit uh, games journalism going on <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> this is the culmination of my games journalism <laughs> career. Oh, fuck. It's um, almost like... Narcissus was obsessed with looking at a mirror. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, uh, <sighs> we're in the wrong game. Um, yeah. yeah, we should. We need, we need to switch careers. Mm-hmm. Um, Nailed it. Yep. <laughs> the uh, the next big scene then is at Ray's place. Like you're kind of developing a bit of a friendship with Ray, um, and this is where we we definitely get into the kind of uh, stuff about her, her really encouraging you to kind of take the Rainer path and to kind of. Uh, acknowledge, you know, the, the sort of great things you've done. And it's like, oh, this really helps people and this sort of stuff, right? Um, we get a text from Rainer, though, that's basically kind of giving away the game in that the the scale of the data centers is because it's all data analysis now, right? Like that, um, you know, as I said, it's a fairly ordinary bag of, uh, like, it's, it's a Perl script with some fucking regexes in it to, like, reflect back the questions. It's, like, very, very simple string manipulation at its heart. But they're they're gathering this huge corpus of data to uh, to to bootstrap into this new, like, this singularity, right? The, 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 the techno-intelligence god is going to emerge from Eliza. And that's that's what Rainer thinks is going to happen. It's it's going to be a path to general intelligence. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Roko's Basilisk, very much in play here. Yeah. Uh, and, and just entirely reflective of practices of the tech industry, right? Like, like the absolutely two-faced way in which uh, things like Alexa are are introduced, right? Like that, like like this is this is so abusive, right? That that this is being presented as a form of therapy, but it's really just taking your emotional garbage and, um. Like you're like this is this is the thing about where um, like social media platforms uh, encourage a confessional mode of communication because that is what gives them usable data. And so when like, you know, when you look at Twitter and everybody is constantly just like burying their heart to the void and. and like it's it's just this 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 seething ocean of sort of like self confession and emotionality and all this kind of stuff. It's it's because that's what Twitter designed for. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we're just following the pattern here, and and uh, and it it like. I feel like, you know, what is presented here with Eliza is like even more abusive than what Twitter does. Because Twitter's like, oh, just just express yourself, you know. But Eliza is like, I'm going to help you get better. But it's a like 100% like providing the treatment and not the cure, right? Like it, 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 it all the entire design of the program is just like there to keep people coming back so they can get more data, right? And they can get that data and they could use it to bootstrap the machine god. Which has nothing to do with people's uh, uh, personal mental well-being at all, yeah. right? It's it's not an accident either that this text message conversation is happening during this visit to Ray, who is this kind of like the the, the kind of believer in the um, uh, 
She's she's a believer in the what 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 Eliza does right now. So like her whole framing is that like well the world has the world has this horrible like um, mental health crisis going on, and Eliza does something to help. And therefore, it is good, right? Like, oh, it's, it's yeah. that whole thing of, like, some, on the one hand, something must be done. On the other hand, something is being done. And therefore, the, the thing that is being done is the thing that must be done, right? The, the, the huge intuitive yeah. leap. Um, mm-hmm. She strikes me as probably one of the most dangerous kinds of pragmatists in the world, right? Like, these, these are the kind of yeah. um, keep digging the hole deeper kinds of folks, right? That, like, because... because like you know you find yourself down in a huge pit and you're like fuck i'm in a pit and then there's a shovel and it's like well the shovel's what i've got right so i might as well keep digging yeah that's that's yeah, Ray's yeah. rationale right it's like we've got a shovel well fucking put two and two together get get to digging you know um that's what got you into the pit <laughs> you know like yeah. you've dug this hole for yourself don't dig it any further <laughs> like yeah, um, and I, I feel like this this kind of thinking is like both encouraged and just like entirely pervasive in our society. Like this is like one hundred percent like the way that people tend to um, present solutions to the climate crisis, right? Is like, well, uh, we need to start off with a compromise. Um, and then we're going to provide a compromise <laughs> solution. Yeah. And the compromise solution has no way of actually solving this, but it's working in the right direction. And like the, the analysis that like, no, your half measures are actually making this worse is like something that people do not want to think about. Right. It's 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 the availability bias, right? Like it's 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 the simply that the thing is available and is doable right now. Therefore, it must be the thing that is called for by the call to action, right? I think it's <laughs> de- I think it's deeper than that, though, because this comes like at the level of conception and design, uh-huh. like where the libs will just like start at the half measure, mm. start at the compromise, right? Like, well, we, could, we couldn't possibly do the thing that would be good. So let's start halfway to the thing that is bad. What's, right? what's the thing with, like, um, it's, it's like the, the, the ending of the West Wing, right? This, this like, delirious fantasy of, of liberalism, right? Yeah. The, the, the ending is, their, their great triumph at the end of that whole thing is that they get a bipartisan infrastructure bill through the fucking Senate or whatever. That even in their most deranged fantasies, they dream of compromise. Yeah, and like Ray. Well, well, what is that? <laughs> yeah, and, and and like it's, it's it's a it's a it's a, it's a very very serious problem that we have. That like, you know, it 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 comes down to capitalist realism, right? But I guess it's just the way that capitalist realism informs our technical code, um, and yeah, these people like Ray who. Uh, want to be a part of the solution and want to have personal virtue and attach themselves like very deeply on an emotional level to doom solutions that are going to actually cause catastrophe. Um, you see it everywhere and it's, 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 it's really disturbing. Um, and so, yeah, like Ray is a, you know, a warm hearted human being, but she is, very destructive in her mm-hmm. actions. 
Absolutely, because um, she'll help fucking Rainer create the, the the sort of malevolent AI that's bootstrapping itself from the future or whatever. Um, she'll also probably be the first person to obstruct and sabotage any attempts to actually create a better world out of this. Yeah, exactly, because of that the connection, the emotional connection, right? You buy in so much. It's it's not that there's much in the way of revolutionary potential in this particular story, but if there were, Ray would be the first to fucking stab you in the back over it. Um, absolutely, like at the first opportunity, would sabotage any attempts to to actually make uh, to actually solve the the mental health crisis that she cares about so much. Um, dangerous, dangerous, dangerous fucking person, um, and also so nice. Yeah, you know? I mean, I've. I, I've absolutely had this boss, and I'm sure that, that some of the listeners have too, right? Like, it, it, it's hard to get over, like, in that kind of relationship, it's hard to get over the, like, way in which you're you're speaking to someone who is, like, basically a, a caring person and isn't even deploying care insincerely but is still deploying it in an abusive way, right? It, it, it's, it's a very hard thing to wrap your head around, especially given the way in which, like, um, uh, there is a, there's a huge tendency for all of us, like, on the, the press side of, a, of structural oppression to um, uh, internalize victimhood. And this kind of uh, boss behavior that you get from Ray really facilitates that because it's like, oh, but they care, right? They care. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Bad shit. <laughs> anyway, um, Ray closes off that uh, conversation by suggesting that Evelyn get therapy, like try Eliza, essentially, because, uh, you know, she does, she does care about Evelyn. Um, it's a it's a nice friendship that's developing there. Um, and, and more importantly, uh, this is because Eliza was helpful for Ray. Like Ray, Ray had a sort of, uh, breakthrough by using Eliza. Um, and that sort of informs her desire to, you know, spread the word. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, chapter four kicks off with this, this rather, rather odd sort of opening shot of like a sunny day and nice water and it's all calm and peaceful, but it's the, it's the dream, right? It's the, it's the induced dream. Um, the, uh, Evelyn is trying out the, uh, induced dreaming equipment in Soren's apartment. Um, yeah, it seems to work, you know, she wasn't completely taken by it, but whatever. Um, the, one of the kind of interesting pivot points here is that, um, we get we get this sort of revelation that basically that Damien was worked to death more or less. Like Evelyn asks, like you know, what did you tell Damien, right? And the Soren comes out with this kind of story of like, well, you know, we were under a lot of pressure. We had to like you know the the project. There was a lot of people oh. trying to cut the funding to the project, and we we just you know we oh. we had to get it through. And what what happened like was that you know Damien dropped dead of a heart attack at his desk uh, one night and. Um, you know, it was it's, from uh, yeah. it was from being overly sedentary, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, he, he had a heart attack. Yeah, so um, yeah, it's it's pretty clear here that like the the pressure that was applied to cause this, and um, yeah, it's so <laughs> bad stuff. Intensely relatable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you extremely. know the way where it's like uh, this kind of managerial style where it's like, oh, I'm not going to 
order you to do something in the way that whatever his name was, Mark or whatever, uh, uh, Mark, yeah, what Mark would have done, where it's just like aggro, like, listen, we got deadlines to hit. I need you to get good code out there this week. And like, you know, that kind of thing, that's not there. Instead, it's, oh, I'm not going to tell you what to do, and I've made wellness options available to you, but just letting you know we're under a lot of pressure here uh, in terms of whether we're going to have sustained funding, and this project is very important. Uh, I'll let you put two and two together. Exactly, right. right? Um, and he's he's very quizzling about this. He's like, oh, it wasn't really my fault. It's it's horrible shit, but... Um, oh, yeah. No, he's he's a master of self-deception, right? Like, he's, he's just a broken person. Mm-hmm. Um, we then get uh, another session with Harriman. I think we've, we've more or less covered his arc there. It's just more development. Um, we get Maya. It's a bit more development along her arc. Um, the bitterness and the jealousy really sort of st- starts to come out here. Um... And, but the, the, the kind of interesting bit is that towards the end, she remarks that like, she got a message about like revealing all of her data or whatever, and she's fine with it. Um, because like, Hey, I, I, I never managed to make anything of my life history. You, you guys can do it too. And like the Eliza program then is like, no, I, I need you to say specifically, I acknowledge that it, you know, do a confirmation statement sort of thing. Um, then like, so what's happening here is that it's setting up for this new mechanic where it's like this transparency mode, um, where you're kind of basically logging into their phone. And this is this is with Maya, right? This is with Maya, right? This is with Maya, yeah. At, at the end of her yeah, session, okay. like she, yeah, okay. She gives up and she just gives the confirmation. So you ask Ray about it. She's like, oh, it's this transparency mode feature, um, and it's kind of like what happens here is, and you, you do a few of these sessions, right? Like where you basically get Maya's phone user interface and it's like yours. It's just all of her shit is on it and her email account and stuff. It's just like SSHing into her phone. And what you're being asked to do is not to like analyze her state of mind. Eliza has already done that. And you're being asked to confirm or disconfirm Eliza's conclusions. So Eliza has already concluded that Maya is unhappy, that she's trying to become well-known and that she's unsuccessful in doing so. Um, and you got to read the emails and texts is basically it. And it gives, you know, Eliza nails it. Like, you know, failed submissions to galleries, failed pitches for comics. Um, a lot of really, like, the, the way that text message conversations are written for this game is, is exquisite because they do read as real conversations. She's She's got these texts where she's just, like, venting about, like, the popularity contest stuff and the, like, high school popularity nature of the whole business. And the person on the other end is like, wow, you seem you seem really... I don't know how to help you now because you're you're spiraling so badly, you know? Um, yes. Just, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, this, this is exquisite writing. Um, yeah, very, very good writing there. Um, very believable. Uh, and, 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 you know, it, it does, like, sort of... Pr- present a multi-dimensional portrait of who Maya is. Um, yeah. I, I, I need to go check my phone. I'll be right back. Um.
so um, I, I I mean I just I just recognize like I've I've had these conversations uh, with people like Maya uh, like I have them all the time like it, it, you know it's it, this uh, kind of uh, reaction to the art world is uh, very believable. It's distressingly um, real, certainly. Our next uh, scene then is with Erland. Um, he's uh, he's kind of he's kind of worried about the stuff, right? That like uh, it's they meet up for coffee, um, and what's happening is that the, uh, the 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 Eliza core data is kind of being farmed out to teams around the world, right? Like contractors, various vendors, just randos. Um, you know, Erland feels there's something wrong with this. We can maybe can't quite pin it down. You, you get this hint of a very strong kind of ethical streak in this guy. That you know, and he mentions he took a took an ethics and engineering course in school, but now you know it's different. This this is tricky. He's actually confronted with a real problem, right? And there's there's really nothing he can do about it because it's like it's not like he has any power, right? I, this this line stuck with me as like a an, an ethics teacher at a at a polytechnic school. <laughs> it's like, oh man, <laughs> it's rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, he's got that ethical streak. And also like he, he's smart enough to understand that the, the sort of bullshit line they, they give about anonymizing data is, is, is nonsense. And like, you know, you can piece things together from the metadata, right? Like, um, yeah, indeed. Um, our next major scene then is we're we're catching up with Nora in her her apartment. There's like synths everywhere, and it's all it's all cool stuff. Um, and a, a large part of this conversation is uh, Nora really encouraging Evelyn to just to kind of go her own way, right? Just exit from this whole thing. That um, it's it's going to be a soul crushing load of bullshit. Don't go with either Soren or Rainer. Uh, just do your own thing, right? Do 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 what she did. Basically, is just kind of bomb out and then make uh, make techno for a living, which yeah, starting to look kind of impressively cool. Maybe possible ending, right? Like um, starting to feel like the the right direction um, in the in the story. Yeah, there's also like the sense that like uh, yeah, Nora is as mentioned before uh, a lesbian and is interested in Evelyn, right? That's like a whole dimension that's 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 kind of developing here. And, um, yeah, there's, there's also just like the, she's like, I, I, I think there's a little bit more to Nora than just that though, because the thing is that like, she's super into her gear, right? Like all her analog synths and stuff. Right. Um, uh, and, and she's really enthusiastic about it and she wants to get Evelyn involved with it. Um, but Evelyn is like very like just sort of like lost in yeah. all of the like the the tech like the the gear conversations and stuff that 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 Nora's trying to get going. Mm -hmm. Um part of that is that um Nora or not Nora but Evelyn is still kind of in this sort of anhedonic state from her sort of long depression which is which is also a feature of this conversation. But Nora um indicates the way forward the sort of exit, right? Cuz Nora is a is a technologist ultimately, right? Like she doesn't she doesn't program in Python much anymore, but she does this. She does music. She does a lot of work with technology. It's that open door that leads away from the kind of Roko's Basilisk nightmare or the kind of weird Borg fucking craziness of like Soren's um, future into something more legitimately expressive and artistic, and like that Evelyn could actually capitalize on her 
her abilities in a different way. That there, there is exit, right? There's a, there's a, there's a possibility of egress. Yeah, I, I guess it's like a thing about. I guess as a teacher, I kind of can see where um, Nora like puts her own enthusiasm before like the spot where Evelyn is actually at, right? Like there, there, there's a way in which Nora is a little bit, um, she's not excessively self-absorbed, but she is a little bit self-absorbed just because she's so enthusiastic about her own work. Um, it's partly the energy, right? Like she has, she has such excessive, like ADHD cokehead energy that like, yes, it's impossible yes. to keep up with her. She's, <laughs> yeah. She, yeah. She's, she's very manic. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, and, and, and that kind of gets in the way of her being an effective teacher. But uh, because, like, Evelyn is kind of like, I don't know what to do with this at this point, right? Like, just sort of like, it's all Greek to me. Um, yeah, so uh, this is an interesting thing about their relationship. Oh, shit, I'm getting a phone call now. Okay. I'm going to insert some funny music in this segment. mentions her doubts about uh uh rainier's plans for like the uh for the general general intelligence uh um which you know if you want to if you want to learn more about that just like go listen to our episode about the uh impossibility of the intelligence explosion because that's that's basically the stuff she's bringing up mm-hmm. um yeah this is all this is all so familiar it's almost like the the this is the, the our, our show in like fucking clicky talky form um <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna keep using that term. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, you used to you used to call it visual novels, but no, nowadays the more technical term is click clicky talkies. Um, I desperately hope that doesn't catch on, actually, because that would be a pretty big shame. Because <laughs> you know, like there used to be talkies, right? That was yeah, the thing. Yeah. There you go, clicky talkies. Um, we're brought into chapter five then, and a lot of this is kind of elaboration on st- threads that we've like we've already talked about a lot of this sort of stuff. One of the kind of standouts is this um, another session with uh, Holiday, the um, the lovely old lady, um, and it's it's more it's more of the kind of same this kind of wondrous rambling, right? Like um, wonderful stuff. But you get her transparency mode bit then afterwards after the session, um, and you got to wonder did did she actually know that she was agreeing to this because you know probably not right um yeah mm-hmm. this this gives a strong really strong vibes that um oh no so uh eliza's predictions are that she's struggling that she's trying to get out of debt and that she's unsuccessful in doing so and again not knocks it right on the head right the uh, the semantic analysis in this this program is actually pretty decent um late bills uh the, her emails are funny right so there's like a, a mixture of like late bills uh casino spam and like a really a, just a sad sort of message from her son of like, sorry, mom, we're really struggling ourselves. Like, mm, pretty bad, right? Um, and she's like hitting up old friends for for money, like people she probably hasn't spoken to in ten or fifteen years. Um, yeah, pretty pretty grim. Uh, so yeah, like this is disturbing to Evelyn, right? And she goes to uh, uh, Ray to talk about it, 
Um, and Ray's like, yeah, I guess there's really nothing we can do. Um, uh, like feels bad about it, but also like, I don't know, this is, this is outside of our scope of action. Cause like, you know, like maybe, maybe you could get her a social worker or something, but like what's going to happen here is that holiday is going to be homeless, right? She, she, she's been gentrified out of a home and, uh, and, and she's going to end up on the street. Um, it's, it's, it's rough. Definitely. Um, and like Evelyn kicks off here is like, you know, I, I, I wanted to make something that would help people and I've made something useless. And like Ray gives this kind of pushback of like, well, actually it is still kind of good. Right. Like, and I don't know, like you can really see that kind of like true believer versus kind of, you know, the, the person who actually kind of knows, how, how sort of shitty this thing really is. Um, but Ray does really push again for the, Evelyn at least trying therapy via Eliza because, um, I mean, she has a point here, right? Like, Evelyn is, is on a real downer, right? Like, on herself and, and on her stuff. I mean, she, she's largely right about it in many ways, but, like, it is, it is clouding her judgment. Um, so she, she could definitely do with therapy. I don't know if she could do with Eliza-style therapy, because she could definitely use some therapy. Um... But yeah, it's, um, it, I think there's even a remark here that Evelyn is, says that like the current version of Eliza is basically the same as the old version, which is like, as in the 1966 version and that it's all smoke and mirrors really. You know? um, yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Like Ray, Ray won't swallow, won't swallow that. Right. Like I think regardless of how much, uh, even if you, you offered proof of it because of that emotional investment. Right. Um, yeah, we get a transparency more mode for Soren then, which is really fucking sad. Because, uh, like, the, the predictions are, well, he's unhappy, he's trying to connect with others, and is unsuccessful. And again, ding, 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 really fucking nails it. Um, yeah. We've got, like, business partners that are concerned with his drinking. Uh, a lot of kind of, like, creepy, sad sort of attempts at, like, connecting to, to women in, in his address book. You know, um... Just like that, that thing where like one side of the text conversation is just like, hey, you up, uh, you know, how's it going? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, yes. that kind of shit. And there's just no replies on the other side. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's just like desperate um, attempts at getting a emotional connection from somebody who's like fundamentally a misogynist. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. sad, but... Mm. Hard, hard to, hard to sympathize with. I, I somehow sympathize much more with the the sort of cold blooded fucking maniac that that Rainer is. Uh, but yeah, um, which yeah, we, we we get some we get some Rainer again, and like Evelyn does confront him about this. Like, what what the? Why am I being shown Soren's phone? Like, did did he even like consent to that and this sort of thing? Um, Rainer has this wonderfully slippery line here about the, the whole privacy thing, that Skanda wouldn't be where it is today if customers didn't trust us to protect their data. Masterful. Well, if, if, if they didn't trust us to protect their data, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be doing it. Ooh, he, he really knows his stuff, you know. He's, he's got that locked down. Yeah. He's, he's able to worm his way out of anything. Uh. <laughs> but transparently, like... He is uh, just abusing um, the app. He's abusing uh, his power uh, to uh, conduct like un un uh, unacknowledged surveillance of various people, right? Like just for like you know basically uh, industrial espionage reasons. Indeed. 
Our next big scene then is uh, our therapy session where the roles are reversed, and so you don't you don't see the the um, it's the same room. It's just viewed from a different angle, and it's uh, it's not the same. You don't see the the interface because you're you're there's somebody sitting there uh, wearing the the Google Glass uh, bit on their head. Um, What's really cool is that this opens up with like you have to click through some acknowledgements on your phone like on the app right to like start the session it's very like an uber kind of thing and there's a disclaimer right up front that this is not real therapy seek a real doctor if what you've got going on is serious. One of those things you just click through, but it's like very much not lining up with uh, the advertising of, of Eliza right. Mm hmm. And it doesn't even provide that referral that they were talking about doing. It's like, this isn't actually therapy, but we're still going to lock you into a treatment process. Mm-hmm. Um, this, uh, this, this, this session goes, it, it, it's, it, it's a cool session, right? Because it's, um, it's the same routine, but being sort of reflected back at you. Um, and I mean, yeah, Evelyn's not in a good place. Uh, she's very much feels that she's uh, all that she's like, of, from starting out of wanting to help people, she's ended up in a place where all she's really contributed is added a chess piece to Rainer's board, really, right? Like, um, she's alienated from the product of her labor, um, and everyone's alienated from everything and everyone else. Uh, you know, capital always wins. Um, and, you know, it's, it's an inhuman system that doesn't care about the ch- chess pieces. Um, so, like, the, the, the challenge bit then flips around on her. Well, like, what, what would you want, right? You know, and it's escape or connection you know this sort of stuff um which is kind of setting us up for some of the endings right the the recommendation is you know whatever fucking meth and like vr rock band uh, <laughs> or some some amphithe- amphitheater thing it's basically like if you know do a vr thing where you're led zeppelin um um i did want to briefly sort of mention on this app nonsense like there is this one sort of like like I don't know, like meditation app that's on your phone. Mm, yeah. and it has this like really gorgeous pixel art. Mm, uh, that's really nice. That's, uh, that's on it. And uh, it's all these sort of like Japanese scenes. Um, and uh, yeah, that, that one with the uh, air conditioning unit and the bonsai trees is just, uh, made, it made me feel so homesick. I was just like, oh, Oh, <laughs> uh, I've seen that scene a billion times. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, uh, there's so many like emotional gut punches in this game. It's it's been heavy on those ones. Yeah, the, the, there are yeah the the, the little um, the little mindfulness things you can do are, are wonderful. There's a lot of little nuggets of just nice things in if you dig around in the phone in between clicking on things. But I, I never really did it because in the middle of a conversation. It's it feels weird to dig out your virtual phone and like look at Twitter or whatever, but yeah, then, I usually do it on the train or when you're in the lobby of the uh, of the clinic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you do get an opportunity at the end of at the end of pretty much every scene, right? Like there's the continue and phone buttons, but I would yes. always just click through to continue. So I think I missed quite a bit of that stuff. Um, yeah, that's um, all right. We're on to chapter six then. Um, it's, it, it opens in the, the Skanda server room again, but there's this men- mental dialogue, right, where um, Evelyn is sort of thinking about Damien and thinking about how his work is encoded into Eliza, basically, because you, you, you end up encoding yourself into the things you work on. And you, maybe he's still in there, right? Maybe he's watching. Um, and she's very kind of apologetic, right? Like, she's very kind of down. It's like, you know, sorry you couldn't make Eliza into what it should have been. Sorry for for dropping out. Sorry for not like continuing the project. Sorry for not finishing it. This sort of stuff. Um, 
So yeah, pretty, pretty sad stuff. And then then we're then we're straight back into a session with Maya. Um, is this the bit where she goes off script? Am I thinking about that wrong? Yes, uh, it is. I think it, I think it is. Yes, right. this is where she. Okay, so this is like a really important uh, uh, tr- turn in the game where up until now you have just been like clicking through the proxy prompts coming out of Eliza, but now um, Evelyn uh, starts to respond with honest answers Mm -hmm. like you're You're given the the option option to choose evelyn's like new answer or or eliza's answer um and when i first when i first went in this like this is not really framed in any way you just kind of do it um and then you sort of pick up on what's happening when i when this first happened i thought like is this like eliza changing in some way uh is this like is this like a uh like a a, a, some like weird like software mutation that's happened from evelyn undergoing that process uh but no it's it's evelyn or eliza right so you you get to choose um what did you do did you like mix them up or like or did you just choose evelyn's answer every time i went off script completely uh once i because I, I spotted it and I was like, oh, the, one of these is the same as the prompt and the other one isn't. And it's like, I, I just clicked. And they're always, um, uh, the, the Eliza prompt is always the top one and the bottom one is always the off script prompt. I, I just went completely off script. Um, yeah. So um, I think this is like really interesting because the um, the way that the, the, the normal Eliza conversations like sort of capture something about the labor process is like really effective. Like it, whenever I, because I, I do a job that is like as a teacher that is so um, like in the effective domain, it's, it's, it's very like, it, there's a, there's a huge like sort of like customer service kind of dimension to it. Right. Like where you're dealing with people, but you're dealing with them on, on the terms of the, the, the labor process. Um, it really just like I felt so much like the similarity and the way that 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 like that like prompted proxy process captured like the feeling of work. It felt like when I was going through those sessions, I was doing labor. <laughs> um, it's an exhausting game, right? <laughs> yeah, it's exhausting to be like in relation to people, but in a way that is like highly constrained according to the requirements of of uh of like surplus value creation right and like profitability commodification so when you finally get that chance to 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 make an honest answer uh as evelyn um it does like break that pattern right it breaks that conceit of uh you know what like like this sort of gamified version of the labor process, right? That 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 they've they've created through that uh, Eliza UI. Um, it's really effective, and it, it's like a really really sharp um, use of the medium of of visual novels, like uh, or or sorry, clicky talkies. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's great, right? Because like, there's there's so little going on with the the visual novels, right? Like, there's there's four interface elements, right? Like, f- there's like very few clickable surfaces, but every time they add one, 
wonderful. Like it's it's just it it, it is it is it is used brilliantly. Um, yeah, it's a so I mean the theme here is that like she's she's going off script and it's a bit of a it kind of an experiment. Um, when when Ray checks in with her, she'll say that like. Uh, you know, Ray will say, well, you'll probably just be disqualified pretty soon, but, you know, run with it. Um, and she's actually helping these people, right? Like, m she helps guide Maya towards uh, concluding that, well, you know, pr maybe it's time to get out of ours, right? Like, and, you know, she's always always wanted to go into teaching. So, well, there you go, right? Like, um, it's this is the first time this person has ever been helped by this fucking process. It's, um, it's a meaningful intervention, based on a substantial analysis of her life situation as a, as opposed to the intervention that Eliza does which is to like um do the challenge right the challenge which will throw the subject back into introspection uh, and that's the 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 difference in what uh, Evelyn is doing as opposed to what Eliza is doing mm-hmm and um, the 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 Eliza AI just cannot keep up with this stuff at all. It's it's prompting you constantly to like go get back on script. But if you keep an eye on the debug output, it's just it's flip flopping all over the place. It's not not keeping and, up. And with and if you look at the the um, Scanda app uh, in between sessions, you can see that like you're getting warning messages from admin, being like, uh, "Hey, if you keep going off script, then you're going to be fired." You know, um, awesome. We get a similar session with Harriman, uh, where I mean, the, the the crux of this is that Evelyn is really challenging him to decenter himself from this this story and actually consider how the other people involved feel. Um, pretty sweet. Good to good to see him get taken down. Um, this is interspersed with a few texts, like oh, Rainer is like texting, he's like, oh, you're playing a dangerous game, you know. But, but whatever. We get a session with Gabriel again, the 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 father to be, and this is really really interesting, right? So. Mm -hmm. It's the the stress of the pregnancy, the expenses, all this kind of stuff. There's a huge amount of family pressure, seemingly coming from like the uh, his partner's side of the family. Like it's really, really pr high pressure for this like normal life, you know. Um, and like in the course of the conversation, it's like you know trying to un unearth like why why is this so so problematic? Like why is it, why why was there some sort of conflict with your your family, right, and stuff like that in this. He's suppressing parts of himself, right? Because it's like this. This means that you know there's a the strict expectation of the um, the sort of quote normal heterosexual family, and even the family relations beyond that. You know the the um, the positive relations with the grandparents and all that sort of stuff. He and he must fit into that box. But he's he's letting on here that he's been repressing all kinds of parts of himself. He tried to talk to the wife about it, but got shut down because like no you you need to be be big tough man guy and stuff and at this point i was like okay trans or bi who wants to take the bets you know yeah um well he's 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 incredibly cagey about what it is mm -hmm. right like really it, won't open it, up about it mm -hmm. yeah really will not open up like fair like this is not a real therapist and like <laughs> you know like yeah. not necessarily a bad idea um but yeah i i, I was like i was really not sure because usually they they like the writer will provide some kind of tells but there aren't really tells here it's it's just there's there's something that is clearly being suppressed by his sense of uh, duty uh, that is uh, bound up with his um, his sense of masculinity 
and 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 the way that uh, that is projected onto him by uh, the people in his life, including the women in his life, um, and yeah, uh, I, I and, love and it. It, it's really yeah, good. <laughs> it's really really good. It's so good, and um, like Evelyn's intervention here is also very good, right? Where like she's just saying that um, she says to him that well, you can continue down this path and you can do like intensive, like self-repression for the rest of your life, but that is going to harm everybody around you. Like you, you, it won't just harm yourself. It will harm everybody around you. And that's like incredibly relatable. Uh, like from the men I've known in my life or for myself, uh, it is, is a major, major dilemma of being a man. Um, and uh, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, this 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 character, I I really relate. As uh, you know, as a you know a recent recent parent and uh, pers- and you know I recently came out as non-binary. This resonates really strongly, except for the bits where his family are horrible and unsupportive. Like because my family are great. Um, I f- I found this was really well put together. Like. Because, you know, they, they don't give it away, right? I think it, it would be maybe a little bit crass for him to just say, oh, well, oh, here, random stranger who's not actually a therapist, you know, turns out I'm trans or whatever. I think it's very well handled. And he, you know, when, when, even when he's prompted with this thing of like, hey, look, are you, are you certain that repressing this stuff is going to be less harmful than figuring this out? He does double down, kind of. Like, he's like, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure I just have to lock this shit down. I'm, you know, thanks, uh, thanks for talking to me, but... Um, and, like... It's, it's not clear what he's going to do, right? Really unclear, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, great. Really, really cool. Very cool stuff. Um, and then we're at choose an ending part. Um, I chose Nora. Um, who'd you go for? I also chose Nora, uh, because yeah, like, uh, Evelyn, uh, Evelyn is a character that I could relate to very deeply. Um, she's the same age as me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yep. she, uh, came through like a sort of crushing episode of depression, uh, that led her to isolate herself from the rest of the world. (laughs) Um, and like, you know, I, I feel like the sort of choice that is presented with Nora is kind of the life choice that I made for myself to a certain degree as well. Um, and so that all resonated. Um, and yeah, what you get with, um, what you get with Nora's ending um, is uh, like they're basically like Nora is teaching Evelyn about sound synthesis, right? And <laughs> this really, really hit me because um, when I had just quit my PhD, uh, I bought a um, Korg Minilog uh, 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 analog synth. And, um, I did a whole bunch of, uh, learning about synthesizers and about sound synthesis and basically just did a bunch of sort of independent music therapy, uh, to get over it. Um, and it was, it was really helpful for me 
And so, you know, hearing these sort of basic principles, like she talks about, like, the attack and the sustain and the decay and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, and, like, how how a synthesizer makes a complex sound using filters and all this kind of stuff. Like, it's all stuff I studied back in that period. And so it was just, like, really uh, affecting for me because I was like, wow, like, there's so much of myself I can see in Evelyn. Uh, <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, I, I resonated with this pretty hard for very similar reasons. Um, uh, music, big part of my life. And yeah, those, those, um, those Saturday evenings wild away in front of Ableton with, with just like, you know, fucking FM8 open and just like, like holding down a key, uh, just, just having fun with it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Um, and so, yeah, like Nora is like getting her on board for this. They, they want to, oh, you know, we should do an installation together. We should work together, all this sort of stuff. I'm like, um, what if we did an open source version of Eliza? What if we did this thing? Um, her, her energy is infectious and it does catch, right? Like no, uh, Evelyn does open up and becomes uh, much more of a person, right? So the... Um, this is, I think this is pretty clearly the kind of intended canonical ending. We'll talk a little bit about the other endings uh, after the, uh, in the conclusions, but um, this brings us then to chapter seven, which I think is, is sort of like a hidden chapter because I think it's, it only lists six chapters on the, on the screen or whatever. Right, yeah. I was kind yeah, of surprised by this. Um, we get a, a kind of a flashback to like a, a campfire by a lake somewhere, and it's, it's uh, Nora and Evelyn and Damien. Um, it's it's just just before graduation, right? This you can kind of paint the picture for yourself, right? It's this kind of um, very cozy, homely sort of um, intimate sort of moment where they're kind of reflect reflecting on what's to come, right? The 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 future, right? Like what they're going to get into, and this seems to be the genesis moment for the Eliza project, right? The the wanting to wanting to do this kind of um, AI therapy stuff, and there's a sense of optimism here. Damien sort of lets it, you know, he sort of cries to the skies, like, you know, future selves, come back and tell us if it happened, you know, this sort of thing. Um, really forward looking. Um, and then we're, we're back at Nora's place, right? We're doing these kind of lessons and then we're on stage or well, Nora's on stage. Um, and, um, you know, checking in on the emails, there's a, there's a conference rejection. It's whatever. not just any conference. It's it's what is it like? Open mind, open mind three point <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. yeah, like because because uh, Evelyn uh, present like uh, tries to present a paper like raising her skepticism about Eliza, and it's like, well, obviously there's no room for skepticism in Silicon Valley, right? Like we don't need any Morozovs here. Don't um, your TED talk to yeah. be fucking a downer, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hadn't put that together yet. Yeah, that's that's definitely the same one. Um, there's a there's a funny piece of hate mail from the Rational Mind Twenty. Uh, he's just like, how how dare you, you know, be be a woman in tech and uh, it's just fucking terrible. Well, who did you think this was? Because oh. Hold I on. think this was I think this was Rainier. Yeah, like okay, I, that's right. I, I I think this was like his whole facade crumbling. Right when. Evelyn refuses to work with him and he 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 just like goes off on this like misogynistic screed. Okay. Um, yeah. And and uh it's like you know that very composed sort of perfect facade that he he presents of confidence and 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 uh drive and intelligence. It just all sort of falls apart when uh, Evelyn rejects him. Um 
And I, the other person I thought it could be would be Soren, but Soren is not the sort of person to choose the rational mind 20 as his email address. It has to be Rainier, right? Like, because that, like, that's Rainier's whole shtick. Right? Yeah. It's like, that works. You know, yeah. it, 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 it's, 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 it's less wrong, right? Mm. Like, <laughs> the rational mind 20, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, I, I, for some reason, I hadn't, I hadn't even considered Ed, the notion that it would be one of the other characters. But yeah, it, it makes sense, right? I, I think it, it makes more sense than it just being a random thing that's just right there at the end of the thing. Yeah, it has to, it has to be, it has to be right here. I think because like, yeah, it just reads like so accurately for for that kind of guy. Like where, you know, he's 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 so like. Um, there's, there's like indications, uh, throughout the story, little indications that he's actually obsessed with Evelyn. Like, I think at, w- at one point, like he does like a Freudian slip where he mix up, mixes up Ev- Eliza and Evelyn. He does. Yes. Right. Yeah. And I, and I think this is a, this is very much like a control and possession thing, which is entirely what he's about. Um, yeah. That scans. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, great. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Fantastic, but yeah, this this whole thing closes out then with um, like Nora's on stage, you know, the this wonderful music playing. Um, it's a song that Evelyn wrote, and then and she's well, nobody knows, right? But then Nora outs her to the audience, everybody cheers. Evelyn's war- uh, tearing up; she's she's really happy, and it just ends with thank you, you know, as in thank thanking the player, right? Because this has to be the sort of true ending, right? Like, because no, none of the other endings seem in any way kind of joyous <laughs> at all, like compared to this one. Yeah. 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 You can, you can go, uh, work, uh, with Soren and you get the ultimate gamer ending. Um, it's just like, uh, you know, reality is terrible. And so we must, uh, we must f- form better lies to, to create, you know, basically shadows on the wall. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, it's Baudrillard on intramuscular steroids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, um, and then there is the Rainier ending, um, which is just kind of like Evelyn leading a business meeting and sort of like articulating the the like minor uh, degree of like ethical considerations she's been able to introduce into the company. Yeah. Um, it's very much like, oh, we're we're going to accelerate the pace of development, but also here's some ground rules. We're gonna we're gonna not sell it to the Saudis, this kind of shit. Like it's um <laughs> Yeah, right. Eth- it's ethical data. Yeah. Um uh, it's, it's very it's yeah, it's very kind of deadpan and just sort of like, yeah, there's, there's no there's no spark of joy at all in, in it all. And then um I think it closes with Rainer being basically like, Oh yeah, we're gonna we're we're gonna bootstrap the fucking machine god out of this together, you and I. That kind of thing. Oh yeah, no, hold on. So the thing you just mentioned about like his his uh, his fascination with with Evelyn and the control and possession thing. That's why it has such a weird tone at the end of that ending, right? There's like mm. he's very excited, you know, in a in a creepy way. Not just right, not just creepy right. in the sense of an AI god. They're going to build it themselves, but. Yeah, there, there's something definitely very odd and, and creepy and, and, and disconcerting about his orientation towards Evelyn at that point. Yeah, and it's kind of it kind of suggests that like there is a um, there is a structural misogyny in 
Silicon Valley or in the tech industry that like even if it's not like blatantly apparent as in with somebody with Soren like Soren uh it's still functioning right yeah cuz she's brought she's when she's on screen there it's basically like oh she's been brought back into the fold and disciplined she's she's kind of like trad wife material at that point you know it's kind of like <laughs> you know like from, <laughs> yeah. from Rainer's yeah. perspective right it's just like oh yeah. you know, the, <laughs> I, I got her right like I, I got her in the net and now she's now she's docile my muse yeah oh. yeah right <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that, that is somehow a worse articulation of what you were already thinking right <laughs> yeah no it's 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 accurate it's horrible and it's accurate yeah oh ugh. um yeah uh what else we got we got the um we got the sort of leave it all behind ending where um she speaks to Ireland and basically kind of warns him off of the of this whole whole industry right that like hey look you your sense of ethics is going to uh run aground on the, on this industry like consider jumping ship also and i think she she just leaves right like she leaves everything behind and uh disengages from everything which is a, it's a different it's a different sort of exit from the the exit she gets from with nora and then what else is there is that it that's it that's it okay that's, uh, yeah we yeah we talked about all of them yep uh or is oh there's also the ray ending right yes there is yeah that's an important one um so there's there's an option to uh kind of stay on as a proxy and work towards getting a, uh, I guess, a therapist license, like a proper therapist license. It's very much Ray's kind of path of like, oh, you know, it's this, this is this is the shovel you've got in hand. You know, the um, you can do some minor amount of good for people. Well, except you won't actually do any good for them because we've already seen how it. I I don't ooh, I don't know how how do, how do you pick this kind of ending, having seen just how fucking blatantly ineffective. Eliza is well. Like I guess it's angling for the, like, the the carrot. There is the the real real therapist license, but then that doesn't really gel with like Ray's kind of true believer Eliza shit. I don't know. There's something weird about that ending. I I, I think I think the angle there is that um, it's kind of looking at the best side of Ray, which we haven't really discussed. Which is that um, you know she's had a really difficult relationship with her brother. Uh, and Eliza was helpful in, um, getting her to move past her guilt in that relationship, her familial guilt. Um, and I think it's kind of like what that ending is saying is that like maybe Evelyn sees that change and then kind of reconciles it with her own skepticism about Eliza by going and becoming a therapist instead of just sticking around uh, you know, doing uh, proxy sessions, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I think it's it's um I think it's it's to the game's credit that like even though there is this I think pretty obvious like canonical ending, none none of them are portrayed as being kind of like cartoonishly stupid either. Like it's it's I think it would be possible to play the game in a way that you're like oh no actually Sauron makes sense and then end up in that ending and be like no okay yeah that, that all scans you know the they're all. They're all endings you could see Evelyn potentially choosing, um, just kind of based on, you know, the random mess of mental uh, activity that, uh, that, that drives us to our decisions, right? Um, yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a rationale for each of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
But I think I think the Nora one is is the clear winner. Um, yeah, I I think that one thing that uh, we maybe didn't articulate enough is that um, Evelyn is always very like hesitant uh, about committing to anything, um, and I, I I think you know the thing that might drive her away from someone like Nora is that Nora is just a bit much, you know, like it's scary to commit yourself to. Um, creativity to that degree uh, and uh, and and I think that like you know Evelyn's uh, fears might drive her in a different direction mm-hmm. right? I can see that uh, because people people make that decision all the time to choose some kind of security over something that they think might make them happy um, yeah any any other wrap-up thoughts on this one I think I think we've hit pretty much everything yeah um, uh, as I as I sort of mentioned, the the sort of option that is not presented here is actually organizing, finding solidarity, and breaking with the atomism of neoliberal subjectivity. Um, you know, because yes, like Evelyn and Nora together as artists might affect the world in some small ways, but this is not going to help anybody else, uh, in a really deep way. Um, and at the same time, like, I think it's, it's, it's very plausible that the potential for organization is not really brought up. Like, um, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, ironically, there's a mention of the free software foundation or like some random equivalent, the humanitarian uh, software foundation or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, there's, um, there's, uh, what is it? Um, there's another like, uh, nonprofit tech nonprofit that's mentioned in the game as well. Uh, I think it's like the EFF or something. Yeah. Uh, uh, and that's kind of like in the background is like, maybe you could do activism. Right. But like organizing the workplace changing the tech industry are things that are not on the table here. I, I, I um, could have sworn that I saw an email or some sort of, some sort of like article or something in, in the fiction. There, there, was, there was an organization mentioned which seemed like it was a nod to the Tech Workers Coalition or something very similar. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yes. I they, just they can't remember mentioned. the details of it. No, yeah, that's, that's, that's right. I think it's, uh, it's, it, it, I think it, I think it it might have something to do with Damien because there's like a couple yes, things that that's were what like it is. Yes. like in his memory kind of thing, right? So it's it, yeah. So you know, shout outs, shout outs to the tech workers. Uh, <laughs> uh, get get a, get a little mention in there, right? Yeah. But you know, a, interacting with them is something that not doesn't occur to Eliza, or sorry, not to Eliza, Evelyn, Evelyn, uh, and uh, and. I, I guess the author decided to sort of avoid like a didactic tone of like, um, you know, forward comrades to the revolution. Um, uh, you know, Rainier's rain must end um, <laughs> yeah. uh, kind of stuff. But uh, it, it, it's, it definitely places it in a similar space of like, uh, like to Blade Runner 2049 of like, there is no, real hope here but uh it's not quite as bleak as that because you do have a sort of like personal hope but the big picture things are not going to change 
Um, and that kind of like cyberpunk downbeat backdrop, uh, I think is, is, is still really present here. Um, but you know, it's very believable. Like, you know, we all sort of struggle to find, uh, avenues for solidarity. We all struggle to break with capitalist realism. We all struggle to organize. We all struggle to find comrades, all that kind of stuff. Um, but for, you know, many of us, um, that is a work in progress that may not ever necessarily lead anywhere. Right. Um, and it's very believable that that is not something that comes up in Evelyn's life because there's so much in the world that exists to prevent it from happening. Um, so, you know, what's the answer? Become a freelancer, right? Go give freelance coder. Um, and, 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 and so that's, that's a bit rough, but, um, I guess there is a, there's a kind of social realism to it that I can buy, uh, even if it, it doesn't like take the opportunity to sort of raise that possibility of solidarity in a more substantial way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, it would have been nice to see, uh, I wonder like how much of it could be just like it would be hard to slot into the story or i don't know like imagining imagining which character slots that would go into is um is maybe a sort of exercise for the listener as well um yeah i don't know yeah but it's certainly it's certainly not there right yes it, it is because like even the but the setup is that it is this completely atomized just shithole society right that like there's a reason they have this massive fucking mental health crisis um because, yeah, it, it, it's the untrammeled neoliberalism just trundles on for another couple of decades and, and that's kind of where you end up, right? Like, um, it's very much, a, it seems to be very much a structural thing in the, in the world. Um, and the, the same old capitalist imperatives will keep on, keep on going, right? Like, I think Rainer, Rainer gets one thing right, like, that, like, if they don't do it, somebody will, right? The, the sort of AI thing, like, the, the, the imperative, like, again, going back to our episode on platform capitalism, right? Those, those imperatives will still exist, even if, um, Evelyn exits from the, the scene. Um, so it's a, it's a limited victory, but, like, sometimes, I guess, personal victories are, are kind of all that can be achieved and are, are also necessary, right? Um, yeah, yeah, it, 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 it is a bit of a downer ending. Um, but, uh, again, it's, it's believable, right? It, but, you know, counterpoint to that is that there are, there is activism happening in the tech sector that is like actually showing some signs of success and that isn't represented at all in this game. Um, so, uh, please uh, do not let uh, the sort of uh, downer uh, discussion that we had there uh, foreclose uh, your imagination for what's actually happening or what's possible. Um, because it's it's very easy to fall into that kind of cyberpunk melancholy. Um, and uh, this game indulges in that. Uh, but it's it's not all that's possible mm -hmm. uh, out there. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, different, a different future is possible. Will our future be as cool as the cyberpunk shit, though? That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> well, I mean, most of that stuff exists, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like, what is the, what is the, the, the strange, like, what is the quantity that, like, I, I don't know. Like, what, what, what needs to exist for it to be substantially 
cyberpunk in a way that it isn't already. Like, well, I got I got to look like Adam Jensen, right? Like, and just have cool mirror oh, shades that automatically fucking okay. unfold, right? You know. Well, and that coat. Like, I just want that coat. I guess. I guess. You know what? You can actually buy that coat. Like you can, uh, you can buy that like, one, right? Yeah, yeah, like it was, it was, uh, it was like part of the uh, merchandising campaign that went along with Deus Ex: Human Revolution. You, that you could actually, that like you could actually thing? buy that coat. <laughs> but can you imagine getting that as a pre-order or whatever? You just get this like huge box, and it's just like a fucking DVD copy of, of the game, and just this like coat. And it would, <laughs> they would of course only ship them in like mediums. Oh, fuck. Well, yeah, and it, I mean, it 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 was from what I remember very expensive. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, so, you know, just got to up your fashion game and the cyberpunk future can be yours. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a takeaway. Yep. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're much more, uh, we're, we're, we, we need to figure out our aesthetics for cyber communism instead of cyberpunk, right? Like we've got to have something as compelling as, as that, that coat. Oh, fuck. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, um, Yep, I guess that's it. Uh, thanks, listeners, for coming along on this, um, what is almost certainly going to be a two-part episode, because, goddamn, it's like two and a half hours. Incredible. Um, well, you know, Blade Runner was also a two-part episode, so... That was a, was a five-hour fucking recording. <laughs> like, how, how, did we get, how, did, how did we get that edited down to just two episodes? Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, yes... Um, Thanks for listening. Um, you can catch us on the internet. We're on, uh, what's our website? Generalintellectunit.net. Uh, Twitter, at GIUnitPod. Facebook, all the crap, you know. Uh, podcast apps, follow, like, rate, subscribe. Um, e- you can get us on Patreon as well and give us a couple of bucks and join our cool community. Um, if you go to patreon.com slash generalintellectunit, throw us five bucks a month you'll get access to our community discord um it's a really cool place uh with really awesome discussions kicking off very active uh very very intellectually stimulating place very active uh lots of creative stuff happening there um yeah that's really awesome um and you can also check out our sister shows at emancipation.network um swampside chats and from alpha to omega they're they're just they're fucking great <laughs> um and, and uh, you can catch kyle on a couple of those from alpha to omega episodes as well yeah uh i've been on the recent episodes uh we are nearing the final chapter yeah the final chapter of uh revolutionary strategy um and uh lots of interesting conversations about the history of Marxism, history of socialism, um, and what it all means uh, that you can you can find there on Alpha to Omega. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's rad. Uh, yeah, thanks again, and we'll catch you again in a couple of weeks. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.